శ్రీ సాయి సాత్ సరిత్ర చాప్టర్ ట్వంటీ ఫైవ్ అమ్రలీలా శ్రీ గణేషాయ నమ శ్రీ సరస్వతి నమ శ్రీ వెంకటేషాయ నమ శ్రీ సాయినాథాయ నమ శ్రీ సద్గురుభ్యో నమ ఇన్ దిస్ చాప్టర్ హేమంత్ పంత్ తెల్స్ ఇస్ అబౌట్ దామో అన్న కసార్ ఆఫ్ అహ్మద్ నహర్ ద మ్యాంగో మిరాకిల్ అండ్ అదర్ మ్యాటర్స్ సద్గురు సాయి ever forgiving omnibulvent sai baba is god incarnate he is the purna para brahma to this compassionate god let us do sastanga pranamam satguru sainath maharaj ki je ho as we have seen so many times in this satcharitra baba is the ultimate refuge of his devotees baba is always full of compassion mercy and kindness He is always willing and eager to fulfill the desires of his devotees, whatever they may be. To be eligible to get our desires fulfilled by him, to become eligible for his kindness, compassion and mercy, we must have complete faith and devotion in him. When he, when he saw Baba driving away the cholera epidemic by grinding wheat grains, a desire arose in Hemant Pan's mind to chronicle Baba's leelas for the benefit of Baba's devotees. Baba immediately caught it returned by him. When Baba blessed him with uh, Hemant Pan was inspired, words started flowing from his pen like an unending stream of nectar. Because of Baba's blessing, Hemant Pant could summon all his reserve strength and boldness to undertake and complete his divine Akshaya Patra full of Amrita called as Satch Charitra. Any number of devotees can draw from this immortal nectar storehouse any number of times. It will never get emptied. There will always be some divine nectar left for the next person. Let us see once again how Baba stood by the devotee who had shown complete faith in him and had surrendered to him totally. Damu Anna story Damu Dhar Savalaram Rasne Kasar Damu Anna's complete name belonged to Ahmad Nahar. Subsequently, he shifted to Pune. We already know him in Chapter 6 during the Sri Ramnavmi celebrations. Damu Anna went to Shirdi in the year 1895-80. From then on, he was a staunch devotee of Sai Baba. Though he married thrice, he did not have any progeny. With Baba's blessings, he had a son. In 1897-80, when the Sri Ramanavami celebrations were started, he sent an ornamental flag for the procession. Since that time, he has been providing an ornamental flag for every Sri Ramanavami celebrations. He also fed the poor and the fakis who came there for the festival. Once a friend of his wrote from Bombay that they should be do some speculation business in cotton and partnership. He also suggested that they may get a profit of about rupees 2 lakhs. Subsequently in an interview in 1936 AD to Sri BV Narasimhaswami Damu Anna said that that the proposal was from a broker in that proposal damo anna was to be the sole investor and there was no talk of any partnership <coughs> white page number 75 of devotees experience part 2 the broker assured him that it was a great safe deal no risk was involved and that such a great opportunity should not be lost as the investment was heavy damo anna could not blindly plunge into dark waters he thought a great deal about it and being a staunch devotee of baba decided at least to seek baba's advice he wrote a detailed letter to shyama and requested him to seek baba's opinion in this regard next day after he got the letter shyama read it and went to the masjid with the letter Seeing him with a letter 
Baba asked him what was the matter and what did the letter contain. Shama told him that Damohana was wants to consult him about something. Then Baba said <coughs> he is not content with what God has given him. He wants to reach the sky. What has he written? Read the letter. Shama was surprised. He said the letter contains what you have told. Deva, if you know the contents, why do you ask me to read it? You sit here calm and composed and agitate the devotees. When they get restless, you drag them here. Baba said, "Shyama, please read the letter. I am an old man and speak randomly. Who will believe me?" After Shyama read the letter, Baba said with feeling, "The Seth Tamuanna has gone mad. Write to him that nothing is wanting in his house. Let him be content with a half loaf of bread he has and not bother about lakhs." Shyama conveyed the same to Tamuanna. He hinted in his letter that there could be communication gap between what Baba said and what he had written, suggesting further that ba- Damohanna could personally come and talk to Baba. When he read the letter, Damohanna's hopes of making profit of two lakhs were dashed to the ground. After thinking coolly, he felt that Shama's advice of going over to Shirdi and talking to Baba personally was to be followed. He immediately went to Shirdi, saw Baba, and prostrated at his divine feet. He started slowly massaging Baba's legs. Damo Anna did not have the courage to ask Baba directly regarding his problem. Instead, he thought it would it would be better if he could assign some part of the business to Baba. In case Baba agreed, he also wanted to share some profits to Baba. Baba, as we all know, is a sarvajna, and even before Damo Anna could complete his thoughts, Baba had read read his thoughts fully. Reading other thoughts was karatala maka malaka, embolic fruit in the palm for Baba. He told Damohana, "Damya, I don't want to be involved in worldly things, sharing profits." Hearing Baba's words, Damohana reluctantly dropped the proposal. Grain dealing. After a few days, Damohana got an idea of trading in rice, wheat, and other groceries. Baba read these thoughts also and told him, "You will be buying at five seers a rupee and selling at seven seers a rupee." So Damohana had to forego this idea also. the prices of food grains were rising and profits were increasing it appeared as if baba's words would be proved wrong after f- two months there were abundant rains and the prices crashed those who had hoarded grains suffered heavy losses the speculation deal in cotton for which the bra- broker hooked some of the merchant also collapsed with severe and irrecoverable losses to the merchant after being saved from two near disaster damo anna's faith in baba increased many folds the next leela also pertains to damohana amra leela once a mamlatar rail by name sent a packet of 300 mangoes from goa to shirdi as an offering to baba the packet was sent in the name of shyama shyama collected the packet from kopargon brought it to shirdi and opened it in front of baba all the mangoes were in good condition baba retained four mangoes and gave the rest to shyama for keeping baba told shyama these four are for damohana let them be here as we know damo anna had three wives subsequently in the above mentioned interview he said that he had only two wives and not three he did not have any children from any of his wives he consulted several astrologers who told him that as there was a malignant planet situated in one of the houses of his kundli there was no chance at all of his begetting a child in his life the desire for an offspring was burning within him but he never showed it outside he did not even ask baba for children Damo Anna went to the masjid a couple of hours after the mangoes were received. 
As was his normal practice, he prostrated at Baba's feet and started massaging his legs. Baba lovingly told, "People are asking for those mangoes, but they are tamyas. He whom belong it belongs should eat and die." Dhamu now shocked. He never expected that Baba would conduct such tests on him. Mahasalpati, who was nearby, explained him that die referred to the death of the egoism in him and not himself. He also explained that it was better to shed one's egoism at the feet of Baba rather than elsewhere. Hearing those soothing words, Damo Anna took the mangoes for eating. Baba, however, prevented him and told him, "Don't eat. Give them to your youngest wife. This Amra Lila, miracle of four mangoes, will give her four sons and four daughters." Damo Anna followed Baba's instruction, and in due course of time, Baba's words proved correct. confounding all those astrologers let us now see that, that what damu anna told in the interview to shri bv narsimha swami once when i sat at his feet along with many others i had two questions in my mind and he gave answers to both there are so many crowding to sai baba do they all get benefit from him to this he replied orally look at the mango tree in blossom if all the flowers brought fruit what a splendid crop it would be but do they most fall off either as flowers or as unripe fruits by wind etc very few remain the second question was about me if baba were to pass away how hopelessly adrift i would be and how i am to free then to this baba answered that he would be with me when and wherever i thought of him that promise he had kept up before 1918 and has been keeping up after 1918 also he still with me he still guiding me this incident was during 1910-11 when my brother separated from me and my sister died and there was a theft and police inquiry all of which upset me very much when my sister died my mind was much upset <coughs> i didn't <coughs> baba sorry i did not care for life and enjoyments when i went to baba he pacified me with his upadesh and made me eat a feast of puran poli at appa kulkarni's house and get pasted with sandal there was a theft in my home a 30 years friend of mine stole my wife's jewel box including her auspicious nathi nose ring i wept before baba's photo the next day the man returned the jewel box and prayed for pardon baba's assurance <coughs> the what is i'm so sorry for my throat baba's assurance Baba's words were effective when he had the human form and are even more effective when he is formless. His words are believe me even when I am formless my bones from the samadhi will give you hope and confidence not only myself my samadhi will speak move and communicate with those who surrender to me. Don't worry that I am not with you my bones will speak and care for your welfare. Remember me always believe in me and you will benefit. Prayer let us now pray to Baba O Sai Sadguru, the Kalpa Vriksha of the Bhaktas, listen to our prayer. Make us never forget your divine feet. We have been troubled by the cycle of birth and death. Liberate us from the cycle. Restrain our senses from going out and turn those inwards to see the Atman. Never, neither son nor wife nor friend will be of any use in the end. Only you can give us salvation and happiness. Grant our tongue the passion of chanting your name. Drive out our thoughts, make us lose consci- consciousness of our body and remove our egoism. Make us remember only your name and forget everything else. Remove the restlessness of our minds, make it steady and calm. 
if you hold our hands and lead us the darkness of our ignorance will vanish and we will move into the light of wisdom you made us drink the nectar of your leelas and awakened us from slumber forgive our sins and shower your blessings on us always with this the 25th chapter called as amra leela is complete in the next chapter hemant pant tells us about bhakta pant harichandra pitali gopal ambedkar and other matters shri sadguru sainarada parmastu chimam bhavatu om shanti 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 this atman cannot be attained by study of the vedas nor by intelligence or by such much hearing he whom the self chooses by him the self can be gained to him this atman relieves its true nature kata a book 1 valley volume s123 om sai ram